of it, so I didn't actually watch it, but I watched it. I fell asleep on this movie seven times, and I'm like, <laughs> I fell asleep, and like, and I missed giant chunks, so I had to rewind this back so many times because like, I didn't. Cause you, you know when you're sleeping and you wake up, and you're like, and you're sleeping, but you're hearing it, so therefore in your mind you're watching the movie, right? So that's what's happening to me. So I'm watching this movie, and I'm like, my eyes, I didn't know my eyes were closed, and I'm still. <laughs> And because I'm listening to this film, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I realized, oh, or oh, oh, nuts, I'm slept. So I had to go back, and I, and I realized I missed 30 minutes of this movie. So I had to go back 30 minutes and watch it again. So I ended up watching Cats. It took me uh, it took me two sittings, and each sitting was about three and a half hours. Yeah. It was brutal. Right? <laughs> and then, but the, the only bonus for doing it that way is that I was listening to the lyrics of every song, and then, which is, I don't recommend that to anybody <laughs> to pay attention to the song. Well, you have to pay attention to the song because it's a story. It kind of looks. Okay, you know what? Let's just get into the movie. I haven't seen you before, have I? Open up and tell me. If you find the meaning of what happiness is, then a new life I'm Ray. Hi, and I'm Charles. Welcome to the Pantheon, and today we're looking at the movie Cats. The 1990, sorry, 2019, that's probably when it took place. The year 2019 is when it was it came out, directed by Tom Hooper, adapted from Andrew Lloyd Webber's uh, well-known Broadway play, which is the fourth longest Broadway play in, in history, and the sixth longest in the West End. Uh, it's based on uh, T.S. Eliot's book of poems uh, called Old Possum's Book of Practical Cats. Uh, this movie is 19 songs long. But before we get into this, Charles, tell me, what is the breakdown of this movie? So the IDMB for Cat is a tribe of cats called the Angelicals. What, Angelicals? Is that what they're called? Angelicals, yeah. Uh, they must decide yearly which one will ascend to the heavy, heavy side layer and come back to the new Jessica life. Mm-hmm. That, that was, I did not know that was what was going on. If you were asked about half the population who saw this movie, they had no idea. My problem was I, I wanted to read up on like what is this movie about before seeing it, and I think maybe I should have watched this like for everybody else and be completely like, dumbfounded by it because all they sing about is angelicals. Like, what's an angelical? Like, that's all, the first song is that. So Tom Hooper directed this. Uh, he's known he directed Les Mis, the movie with um, Hugh Jackman. So you would think that he has like he's directed musicals, like a Broadway show, 
directed four films. So therefore, he should know what he's doing. Yeah. He directed the King's Speech. He won an Oscar. So you think, okay, how can you mess this up? <laughs> right. The budget for this film was $95 million or $90 million. Oh, yikes. The film made back 75 to date. Right? That's, yeah. So it didn't do too well. Okay. The commercial, yeah. and that took six months to make. The movie, they had only four months to work on the movie for special effects. Seemed like it. Yeah. That's just that's my disclaimer going into this before we actually go into this and break it down to whatever. Um, I don't blame the special effects artists. They were render, they were working eighty hours, no ninety hours a week to do to work on to get this movie uh, made. So good. the costumes turned out turned out good, mm-hmm. but that's about it. Yeah, uh, the the thing I like about this, the, the the thing that I that captured my my interest or that, that I thought was amazing was the look. If you had a still of this, it looked like a beautiful screensaver for your computer. Like the visual, like the, just the look of the city and the Egyptian, which is the place that 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 was the backdrop of where they are. It was amazing. Now I had no idea that they were in England until like halfway through the film when they were ending up on the Thames River. The minute they said the Thames, oh, they're in England. I thought they were like like 1900, like 1920 France because it seemed like the red light district in Paris or whatever it was, but it was like English writing. And then I saw this roundabout fountain in the middle of nowhere, like in the middle of the street. So I thought maybe it was Italy, but it was English writing. So I was like, where are they being? So it's, it's in England. It's, it's somewhere in the downtown core of England. And because of the, when the first cat gets thrown out of the bag and the drive, the woman is the only human you see in the movie. Uh, is she's driving like Ford Model T car? So you know it's like 1910, like the early, for earlier, you know, like it's a historical version of, of, of mankind. So that was my reference points. It was pretty bad. Okay, and so let's get into the movie. Visually, uh, just in terms of the set, amazing. Yeah, Everything else, not so much. Oh, I like the ears. I like how the ears look, how they move with the with the people. That was kind of cool. Okay. Now, yeah. Uh, now the tails, not so much. I, I think uh, they looked like they were in heat a lot. Like a lot of these cats, look, like the, okay, there's a scene where they when they finally go into the Egyptian. I'm jumping ahead. It, it reminds me. The only way I could say it, it reminds me of uh, Michael Jackson's Moonwalker, because where they start dancing and singing and and gyrating and doing all that stuff. It, it's very much like Smooth Criminal or a sequence from Moonwalker. The the, the word. It, it, it's it's sort of very sexual and it's very strange and uh, it's kind of inappropriate. Uh, I don't know if that's the best way to, to put it. Like they just seem like they want, they're in heat and it just seems a little wrong. But besides that point, it, it's it's P, it's sort of PG. It's very PG. Uh, there's a huge cast. There's Jason Derulo, there's uh, Sir Elon McKellen, like just a ton of like Kate Hudson. Just like, is it Kate Hudson? No, Jessica Hudson. Jessica, Jessica Hudson. Yeah, Jessica Hudson. Or, or Jennifer, Jennifer Hudson? Jennifer, Jennifer Hudson, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, Jennifer Hudson, uh, Taylor Swift. There's like Rebel Wilson and James Corden. Um, okay, so one thing I do know, there weren't any cockroaches in the Broadway play. Okay, so the scenes where she's eating the cake full of roaches and she starts eating the rats and stuff, you know, that's just the movie. I, I don't know what they, were, what they were on or what they were doing. That's just... <laughs> didn't didn't make sense um but 
Yeah, there's a lot of roaches in this movie. <laughs> Singing, yeah, it was bizarre. Um, okay, I will say, you know what? I did not. Okay, the actors didn't bother me. I know people. People didn't like um, Robert Wilson's character. She was kind of annoying. I didn't mind it. You know. So what are we watching? Because okay, so the very first song. Okay, uh, I think they say Angelical maybe ten thousand times in this movie. You know. Yeah. Uh, like to the point where it's like, and if you don't know what Angelica is, Angelica Cat is, um, the the very first song tells you, well, they they try to tell you what what they are, where they're from, what they like, what they don't like, where their history, and where you can find them. But it doesn't really just tell you like, by definition, Angelica Cat is this. But it kind of just kind of like give you nouns and pronouns and verbs of what. There are different kinds of angelical cats. So that's the very first song. It's just an introduction of angelical cats. Every other song introduces a different character. So every character that, that arrives, they have their own song. And the song is, okay. hi, I'm so-and-so, and that's it. Like, I'm I'm McCravity, I'm this. You know, <laughs> you know. so you you have these Siamese cats or these twin cats, which reminds me of Lady and the Tramp a little bit. They're mischievous. mischievous. Hey, hey. And uh, you have that. And then you have uh, McCavity, who's a magician, who's a bad cat. Another magician cat who, uh, Musopheles, Mr. Musopheles. Yeah, I think. Right? Yeah, he helps us save the day. Who, who battles magic with magic? Okay, so okay, so the happy side layer. Okay, so let's. I'm going. I know. I realize I'm going all over the place. So I'll try to make sense of some of this. So, it's it. It is a um, metaphor. It is a. Um, this the idea of the heavy side layer was an idea of like one cat gets chosen to to so so we have nominated cats right uh, who are, who can go to heaven cat heaven yep but only one every year can go to cat heaven and get re, come back reborn so so what happens is they have to sing a song to, like to tell their story and and then one and Deuterotomy, who's like the oldest cat and not like an elderly cat played by Judy Dench will pick that cat to go to the heavy side layer. So they, but every time they sing, so there's like five people who are nominated. So ever after every song, uh, the bad cat who is um, played by Idris Elba, that is uh, McCavity, who's played by Idris Elba. He's a magician. So like every time they, they as soon as they finish their song, he like magic puffs them out of out of, out of thin air and they drop them off tied up at a harbor, ready, ready to be sunk at a harbor with his henchman cat who has yeah. the other cat tied up. So. They would so every character would sing their song, would do, would, would pitch their idea why they're worthy uh, towards Deuteronomy, and as soon as they're done, he would come up from behind and then snatch them away and have them whisk away by magic, tied up and uh, disappear, ready to be dumped into the ocean. So in the end, after all, when all said and done, the only cat who's uh, who's nominated to go to heaven would be just the cavity, right? Uh, but when Deuteronomy says, "No, you're unworthy. You're a bad cat." Uh, he kidnaps Deuteronomy, and you know, and then you have to get Deuteronomy saved. So another another song comes in to uh, um, Mr. Mr. Can I say it? Mr. Uh, uh, Musopheles, right? <laughs> He's who's a, who's a magician. So you use magic to battle magic uh, to bring back Deuteronomy. So you you have all these little songs that kind of tell that, uh, and of course the one cat that helps us as the viewer to see what's going on is victoria this is the cat that we see in the beginning who gets thrown out, who gets thrown out in a bag and it gets saved so she's new to the 
the Angelica cat. So we're seeing everything through her eyes. She's our um, uh, vessel to see what's going on. And, then we're, and she's our vessel to introduce to all the, all the different cats. So what she's going through, we are in this journey with her. And unfortunately, they all sing their songs, which is kind of unfortunate. It's, it's very much it is a pain. And I think maybe there's like eight or nine sentences, and everything else is it's just song. And yeah, it's a little it's a little jarring. Uh, some people say it's 19 songs, which is like 18 songs too long. Uh, I can understand why people say that. Uh, but what are your thoughts? What did you think about all that? I definitely don't have a rating for it. When, even even before the singing started, it was just uh, the Universal had just finished coming off of the screen. The intro song, like, I don't know, the tempo or whatever, I was like, what the heck is that? Like, my eyebrows were just raised when I started hearing it. And then they started singing, and all I could say was, I hope this isn't the whole movie. And it was the whole movie. Mm -hmm. That was such a waste of... Oh. There was that, is my thought for that. Um, but, yeah, there was, it was too much going on. Like, you couldn't even follow the storyline to it. You're trying to figure out what they're saying when they're singing, so you're better off just putting subtitles on, which I should have done. Um, but, yeah, so I couldn't. I think if you use subtitles, the word angelical would probably would be, like, the number one thing you'd see. Just it's just a like I would think if I read subtitles I think I'd get tired of reading it I think it would hurt my eyes you know because because yeah. it, it's it's just nonsense like it's it's there's there's very little um, in terms of vernacular like in terms of like actual stringing actual words that make sense and there, there's 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 very little that goes there what do you think of Taylor Swift were you surprised to see her character in that one um yeah didn't know it was her really until later on I'm like oh my god is that Taylor Swift because mm -hmm. that's what I thought for well not really for Rebel 2 um, but when Jason came out I was like oh okay like that looks like that looks like Jason mm -hmm. Rebel like okay like that's Rebel but Taylor I was like oh mm -hmm. and she played a villain I, I was surprised like she was dancing with Idris Elba character you know and just yeah you know. like it was yeah. good and she had the catnip, and everyone see when they go when they got the catnip, everyone's going crazy after that. That was that was that was a something else. Um, yeah. So I, I, uh, I don't know. Like, okay, what would you give this film? Um, one. Yeah, I, I want to say that if you take the time to research the movie, which why should you research? Because no, no one should actually research a movie before seeing a movie. And it makes, I mean, to do that. It's sort of like it's no, it's, you shouldn't work that hard. I mean, other than watching a Christopher Nolan film like like Tenant, I don't know if you've seen Tenant. That's that film requires like a, a book of logic, um, a, a, a book, a book not logic. It requires a book of understanding like the laws of what's going on and stuff like, and also subtitles because you need to read what's going on because it's auto, it's inaudible in certain sequences. Uh, I want to say. I want to give this a really higher rating because it didn't offend me or um, take me out of, the, of watching the movie. I know the graphics was a little disturbing on the fur and stuff like that, uh, but I like the ears. I mentioned before the tails was a little strange, 
yeah. uh, they all want to at some at one point they all want to hump each other, which is a little scary. Was a little like it felt like they wanted to hump each other at some at certain sequences, and I'm like, you know, and then, yeah, and of course uh, the the cockroaches and mice. It no, that was wrong, um, but the and the lady in the tramp sequence with the two bad cats and she gets trapped and everything. That was kind of you know that was that reminded me of Disney a little bit. Um, uh, but the name, like Deuteronomy, like the names are strange. Like these names are like, like where they come from. I, I think, it, I guess they, they have to come from the, the poetry book because it makes no sense where these names come from. And Deuteronomy is a religious name. It comes from the Bible. So oh, it's it, Deuteronomy. It's, it's, it's from the Bible. It's a verse from the Bible. There's actually a couple, um, one is from, uh, it's not from Luke. I think it's from Genesis. But anyways, Deuteronomy. When you read when you read the passages involving Deuteronomy, it's surprising what what those passages are. I actually looked it up, but you can Google search it. I won't get into that. I will give this movie a two, and that's a generous two. It's a low two if there's a low two. But it, the, the, yeah, the musical numbers, and if you listen to the lyrics, they, they kind of just tell you about the character, and that was the point of it. Um, you know, I, I don't know what Andrew Lloyd Webber was on when he was doing the, these, doing all this stuff, but. It it's uh, it has I guess it, I guess it's on the stage it has it has to have some sort of visual element to it to get you engaged because on on the on the solar platform something something's amiss and I don't know I don't I, I haven't unfortunately I've never seen the play so I don't know what the what the juxtaposition is why it's not working so much uh, I'm sure because people love I mean people love this it's been out, it's been out for thirty four plus years so. The movie did something wrong. <laughs> yeah. So I don't even know. I can see. I have to see the play, and now I, I don't want to see the play uh, based on this movie. A sympathetic too. It's a very, very sympathetic too. Um, uh, any last words? Uh, no, that's it. Yeah, it's uh, well, you know. So we're gonna go with this tiny side layer, the heavy side layer of salt and say goodbye because this was a little too heavy for us. Um, but with that, I'm Ray. And I'm Chelsea. I will talk to you next month. All right, take care. I haven't seen you before, have I? Open up and tell me if you find the meaning of what happiness is then a new life will begin. Come on, we're about to begin.